This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. I was not expecting that to go there at all. Show up to the family dinner with a ball gag. Make it awkward and they won't invite you back next year. Create your own traditions. Well, I ended up accidentally gifting a strap-on to my son-in-law. I'm not saying I intend to do crime, but I don't know where I'm going in my life. And you know what they say about the rich people? Incest. Oh Oh my God. my God. Wow. Hello and welcome back to an extra special episode of Tangents with Tyler and Todd. I'm Tyler. And I'm Todd. How was your week? It was so fantastic. We are fully into the Christmas swing of things. If you're watching this on video, I have got a Santa hat on. That's a big deal. Big deal. Tragedy did strike. There was a little white ball on the end of this, but Squirrel, you know how she is. She... She ripped that off. She hates Christmas. Hates Christmas. (laughs) She might be in the Christmas tree right now. Every morning I have to put the garland, the bottom two rows of the garland back onto the trees because she rips it off through the night. But that's her Christmas memories, you know? Same as we can't put her gifts out until Christmas morning because she somehow knows what her, like which ones are hers and she rips them open herself. So it's really, really cute. Yeah, it is cute. She's a cutie. We actually had two of those hats and she ripped the pom pom off of both of them because we had matching ones. Yeah. And Todd went with the, um, Elfie uh, onesie. onesie. Yeah, love it. It's a little small, but I like it. It feels like a hug, you yeah. know, like a thunder vest for a dog. This is what I wore to an ugly Christmas sweater party. I think it is gorgeous. I think it's nice. I love it. I still a think turtleneck. you should have won. I know. It's, it's a tragedy. We don't discuss it. We don't discuss that. So what's extra special about this episode besides our outfits? So this episode, we are doing a full episode dedicated to spilling the tea, but not just any tea, Christmas tea. I love it. Let's get into it. It's tea time. I feel like we got to write a song, you know? Yeah. Something. It's something. And we'll get the karaoke machine and we'll you'll record it, but I will... S- not only sing into the microphone, I will scream sing into the microphone so you can really hear the sound. Oh, I like the sounds of that. My soon-to-be, in brackets, not soon enough, ex-husband and I agreed to spend Christmas together for the sake of our girls. They're almost teenagers now and have been struggling with us breaking up, but also all the changes that come with puberty. And as their mom, I really do understand what they're going through 
even if they think I don't, in brackets. My ex has always tried to shower them with gifts and win their affection, which has always been a contentious issue in our marriage. Now that we're broken up, I don't have control or influence on how much money he spends. To make a long story short, last night I drew myself a bath to unwind and planned on buying Britney Spears' new memoir to read on my Kindle. (laughs) To my surprise, my credit card got declined. I thought, that's impossible. I never carry a balance. I checked online and my full $10,000 limit was used on flights, hotels, and park passes to Disney World. Thinking it was a scam, I texted my ex saying that he needs to email our financial advisor right away to tell them our card has been stolen. He responded that, quote, I thought it would be a good idea for the girls to get away over the holidays and meet my new girlfriend. They're really excited. Don't ruin this for them. I am absolutely devastated. What would you do? Wow. That's dicey. That's a hard one. Well, like not really, but okay. I can kind of see. That is, that is crazy. Yeah. I, I wouldn't do that if we were divorced and stuff, but I could totally see me accidentally booking a trip to Disney with Angelica and being on a flight before you get back with groceries. (laughs) That one's possible. But that, though, has so many layers to it. What I... How is there a girlfriend if the ex isn't there yet? So I'm assuming that there's something, like, the girlfriend was part of the reason of the breakup? Mm, My soon-to-be, not-soon-enough ex, and the girls are meeting his new girlfriend. No, I think it's because divorce, divorce takes a long time. So say that they broke up. Not with me. When I'm done, I'm done. (laughs) they're obviously spending christmas together for the good of the kids the relationship is over but they're trying to do the right thing by the kids and he is taking his kids her kids away from her at christmas and they're gonna spend christmas in disney with his new girlfriend and because they're still married that's because they're still married. He is spending basically half of her money. I would blow his whole life up. I wouldn't be little miss nice gal in this situation for the betterment of the kids. That This guy yeah. is a loser. A loser and he's taking you for a ride. You can't be amicable. You need to go guns or blazing. Book a better trip on his credit card. You know, more expensive. He spent 10, you spend 12. (laughs) That is, I'm serious. For real, if I was, see, you're the, I'm the logical, you're the illogical. In this situation, I'm pretty sure I would like say you're not taking my children out of the state or out of the country or where, like, I don't know where this person lives, but like, that is Probably not Disney or like transit is really expensive in Florida. (laughs) <laughs> or like they probably don't live in Florida. It's probably another state. Well, it says flights. Oh, I doubt yeah. they're flying from Tampa Miami. to Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Traffic's bad. Depends on the time of year. Wow. That's okay, dirty. So- I feel like people play warfare with kids though too. They often get used yeah. in a divorce. Like people trying to buy love or coerce them or like, you know, 
little informant. Also, I just need to I just need to circle back for a moment. We're coming back. Last night I drew myself a bath to unwind and planned on buying Britney Spears' new memoir to read on my Kindle. To my surprise, my credit card got declined. What a devastating way to find out that you're all she wanted yeah. was to have a bubble bath and Read her memoir. She said the ducky and I are checking in with Brit. Like, see how Brittany's doing. Like, th- she's been through a lot. I've been through a lot. We're both going to have a bath together. Yeah. And Jeff's going to make a little money on the way. And the roller coaster of finding out that your children are not only being taken from you at Christmas, but you're on the hook for half of that. Yeah. That is outlandish. Okay, wait a second, though. Okay, this goes even deeper now. Is the girlfriend chipping in? Or is she footing the bill of the girlfriend going, you know? Yeah. Like, is she paying for half that plate of fries? Half that plane ticket's hers. I'd, I'd, I'd be, book another I'd be, ticket. Yep. Add me on to the reservation. Add me on Let's to the go. reservation. It's for the good of the kids. Here we go. Like, <laughs> move over. We're going to use Jessica because I'm on 90s pop stars or, or early 2000s pop stars. But like the girlfriend's name is Jessica. I'd be like, move over, Jessica. I'm sitting here. <laughs> like, right on. I wouldn't tell them. Like, I would just yeah. be on the plane. At this point, I think that's your only play. Yeah. You're going to Disney. Like, have a good trip. But also, don't forget to book that $12,000 one as well. Because, girl, you deserve it. And you deserve to have your bath and read Britney's book. Like, yeah. that's just not right. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, hope that was helpful. Yeah. (laughs) And hope you have a good trip to Disney. Say hi to Mickey for us. (laughs) My boyfriend and I have been dating for three years, and this is our first Christmas we're spending together. Family is really important to him, mainly because of all the traditions he has. I personally think a lot of the traditions are lame, and I don't (laughs) want to do something just because his family did it for years. I want to create our own memories together, what can I do to make it feel special so we can start building our own life together? Aw, that's not really tea, but that's cute. That is cute. Show up to the family dinner with a ball gag. Make it awkward and they won't invite you back next year. Create your own traditions. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> I don't know why. N- naturally. Yeah. <laughs> you went from let's create our own traditions to ball gag. Wow. Okay. Well, on that note, I don't, I don't know what I would do except (laughs) just have like an honest conversation and just say, it's important to me that we start creating some of our own traditions. I can't get showing up (laughs) to family with a ball cake out of my head, but. Um, Yeah. No, I think if you communicate, it goes a long way kind of talking about like, I, I'm assuming in this situation, again, I'm adding a few more details so I have context. Some to give color, my, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Life's better, you know? Um, but I'm assuming that their family is not close because that's why they're doing a lot of their boyfriend's family traditions. That Like, it doesn't mention... Their, yeah, true, yeah. So I'm assuming that one's from away and one's from family. So maybe there's this over... Like, they're feeling it's overbearing because they're trying to make them feel part of the family. Mm. so maybe if you communicate and say hey wow that's a really that is so true like they probably just want them to feel like they have family like ty i paid attention in first year psych i was meant to give advice on a couch (laughs) (laughs) but um because yeah they could just be trying to make you feel part of the family or like distract that thing so you 
could just communicate and be like, Hey, like, I really appreciate all this. And I want to do some of these things, but I also want to do some stuff that is important to me and what my family did. We kind of talked about that last week about our traditions and the importance of creating our own memories. And I think that is, it's very valid and it's probably true. The traditions are probably pretty lame. I think communicating would be helpful that, and if no one listens, just show up with a ball gag. (laughs) Can never go wrong with a ball gig at Christmas. <laughs> Put that on a mug. Yeah, really. I am literally dreading, in all caps, having to go to my parents' house for Christmas. Not because we don't get along, they're lovely people, but every single tradition they have is so deeply rooted in religion. We literally go to church for six different events from the 24th to the 28th of November. That's over four days, or like only four days. Yeah, that's a lot. That's six 1. times? That's 1.25 times per day. Wow. I was quite religious growing up, clearly, but I'm 58 years old and I've created a different path for my husband and children. We respect everyone's religious freedoms and don't judge my family for theirs. However, we are deeply judged for ours. My kids are getting older now and my daughter who is 21 and is in college has flat out said she will not be coming home for Christmas if we have to go to my parents' house for religious ceremonies that none of us believe in. I feel like I'm having to choose between my parents and my child and I have no idea what to do. Wow. I would blame it on the child. I would say, listen, mom, Amber's not coming home unless we don't go to your place because she doesn't believe in your things and I need to support my child. Won't be there. I wouldn't blame her. You can't blame I be, Amber. It's but, not Amber Lynn's fault. Well, we don't know. It could be. Amber Lynn's the one who brought it up. I guess Amber Lynn's got a little snarky attitude for her for I being 21 it, and in college. No, but if you, I'm, jo- I'm totally joking. But if you don't believe in that, it's not fair. Like, say Amber Lynn believes in a satanic cult. It's not fair to expect her grandparents to go if they don't believe in that and sit through six things over four days. That's a very extreme example. But we don't know Amberlynn's background. (laughs) (laughs) I, but I, I think like, I would actually be honest. I would say like, this is the situation. There's no point lying. There's no point. Like you're not going to convince the other. And at the end of the day, I think that as a parent, you should always support your child. I, I agree. I agree. But you, just keep in mind, I'm 58 years old now. So this person has spent 58 years of their Amber life. Amberlynn Sr. That's Amberlynn's mom. <laughs> Amberlynn Sr. has spent 58 years of her life going to her parents' house and, you know, dealing with their religious stuff and all of that. It would be hard to just take like a hard detour and be like, sorry. Like, you know, I get it, but like, it feels like their heart's not in it either. So I don't think it would be that hard. It sounds like it's going to be harder on Mary Beth, Amberlynn Sr.'s mom. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be devastating for Mary Beth. You know what, though? The church will rally behind her. Yeah. You know, I just think I, I just don't like lying in situations because yeah. I think you always get caught. Truthfully, in this situation, like I get that your daughter, like 21, she's in college. Like I can get why she's like, especially if she doesn't have those beliefs, why does she want to go to church six times between the 24th and the 28th? If she doesn't believe in it, like you can't, yeah. if, if, if Amberlynn senior wants to go, 
go, but you have to expect that Amberlynn will not want to go. Yeah, like Amberlynn might just want to stay at her fancy New York City University and go on a pub crawl. Yeah. You know, that's her Christmas. That's her Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Amberlynn. Amberlynn Sr. and Mary Beth. Hope you work it out. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Buckle up, ladies. This tea is piping hot. Every year, my grandparents host our entire family. I'm talking aunts, uncles, cousins. There were 63 of us at last year's dinner to paint you the picture. Okay. That's that's a big table. Yeah. Big table. And also, does she have an industrial kitchen in her house? 63 people. That's that a lot. would have to be in like a garage or something. I don't even have 63 contacts in my phone. My parents had five kids of their own and two children by adoption. They had all their children, which is why our family is so big now. This is important for later. All of my aunts and uncles, whether biological or not, are still family. However, two of my cousins clearly did not get that memo. Last Christmas, my brother and I walked in on two of my cousins getting it on. And not just getting it on, raw-dogging it, as Tyler says. (laughs) I was... I want to be clear, they are not genetically related, so if they conceived a child, it would all be kosher. But since they were born, they've been raised as cousins, so my brother and I think it is absolutely disgusting. We've held on to this secret since last year, mainly because we thought it was a one-and-done situation after having too much wine. However, we have found out that this this is an ongoing relationship for years and is still happening, even though they are both in relationships. So that leads me to my question. Are my brother and I the villains if after my grandpa says grace, we pipe up and tell the truth about what's really been going on? The drama. Can you imagine 63 people in a room? This grandfather saying grace and they're obviously rich, so they have like champagne flutes to ding they the fork. They have to 63 be sixty-three people. Who's like even the potato bill alone for that is a lot. Astronomical. Astronomical in these inflationary times. And you know what they say about the rich people? Incest. Yeah, keep the blood. Isn't line. that a thing? In like, the, oh, royals. that's royals. Yeah, <laughs> probably rich people too. <laughs> Gets lonely in the castle. It gets lonely in the castle. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. I, so first off. Um, At least it's not technically incest. Although it, that's the question. Is it? Is it incest? I don't. I think it is. I don't think so because they do. Oh, you didn't tell me my hood was inside out on my onesie. I'm probably sitting here looking like an idiot. <laughs> you were doing just fine all on, on your own, love. <laughs> um. I don't think it would necessarily be incest. It's just a very, like, because the children would yeah. be fine if they're, like, if any were conceived. But it's just, like, the mentality. Like, 
it may not physically, I'm, I guess, like check the definition of what that word means. However, I just think from like a social standpoint and like, I would judge you either way if you're like, it sounds like it's quite a close family and your two cousins are choosing to do that. It is weird as weird can be. I don't think I would do it in front of my entire family like that. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. And like, do you want the spotlight? I think you might be the villain if you do it in that way. But what I would do, I think I would talk to my parents and say like, hey, me and John saw (laughs) Josiah and Jill getting it on and it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, I think so. Like, I think someone, cause it's not fair that you're holding this and like they, if, did they see them walk in on it? Cause that's the thing. If the, if last Christmas, my brother and I walked in on two of my cousins getting it on, not just getting it on raw dog in it as Tyler says. So, but like, did they see them? Did you walk in and did the people doing it, see people walk in and see them. Cause Ooh. if they, that's what I'm saying. If they did, it's really selfish that they're making their, um, these two carry that burden where they should have, they like start to come clean, you know, it doesn't, oh, that's a relevant piece of information. That's why we need context. <laughs> I mean, we need they painted, novels. They painted a pretty, a pretty <laughs> colorful story, but that actually is interesting. Do they know? I wouldn't do it in the public setting though, because you're going to hurt more people through that yeah, than um, the I good. I agree. I think like, imagine your grandpa just finished Same saying grace. grace in front of the whole family and then you're you're making it about something else. I think that there's a time and a place to handle situations, even though, yes, this situation, they are definitely in the wrong. I think it's weird. It doesn't need to be dramatic like that. Talk to your parents. Yes. Let the chain of command be like your parent. Put it on your parents to talk to or the, the dad. Do like a little gift for everyone that they get on the way out. Like when everyone's leaving, like a little goodie bag or a homemade fortune cookie, put it in there. Josiah and Jill are banging, you know, you crack it open and you're like, all right, see you next Christmas. (laughs) That's another way. I just wouldn't do it at the table. That's a lot. Wow. Wow. That was some good tea though. I wasn't ready for that one. That's a big family. That's a big family. 63. That's a lot. Yeah, that's why we name them what we name them. I feel like that's common, though, and, like, some places do have bigger families. And even, like, generations. Like, your your parents come from a big family. Yeah, but but by the sounds of this, like, they only had seven. They had five kids of their own genetically and two more. Seven. Like, there was a lot of kids being had somewhere for seven people to produce 63. Well, so you got their seven. Oh, I guess their spouses. Spouses. People's spou- oh, yeah. Okay. So then you're at 14. Plus, you've got the parents. You're at 16. So then you take that off of your 63. You're at 48, 49. And that's math. That's math. That's not too bad. That's only like six or seven kids a family. They're just keeping it strong. Yeah. I, there's probably some Mormon like situations there, I think. Or more incest. We don't know. <laughs> but well, it would have been cheaper to get cable. True. All right, next. 
My adult children are still expecting extravagant Christmas gifts, even though they're now in their 30s. Wow. (laughs) We've always went all out for Christmas, but my husband and I simply cannot afford it anymore as we've both officially retired in August of this year. The T is... We never could afford to do the Christmases the way that we did. We just wanted our kids to have everything. In January of this year, we entered a consumer proposal to avoid having to declare bankruptcy. And as much as I'd love to do something for Christmas, the amount that we owe creditors from years and years of bad decisions like these ones means there's literally no money left for the holiday season. How are we going to figure out how to bring magic to this Christmas? Ball gag. <laughs> Homemade. <laughs> um, that's, wow. That's a tough reckoning. Um, like, that's a hard go, especially at retirement. Like, that is... That is terrible. You know what? The, the real tea is, it sounds like you've... This is going to be really direct and sort of ugly advice. So I'm sorry if this comes across too strong, but you've, you've seemed to have raised some pretty spoiled and rotten kids. If your kids are in their thirties and they're expecting extravagant gifts from you, like your kids have put you in this situation. You should have been more firm with them. Like you were the the adult, you were the adult in the room. Like this sucks that you're in this situation, but Like, well, that's what, like, if you're creating that false thing in this image, that becomes the child's reality. Yeah. And then they go into life expecting everything. Like, I don't want to be too mean, but I wouldn't be surprised if she was the same mom that shows up at the interview. Yeah. You know, like the helicopter mom. Yeah, being exactly. Like- kind of like, I don't know, the ones where when I worked in my old job for the city doing the um, like swimming lessons and at the pool, there were helicopter moms that would come in and they'd be at the interview with the child. They're like 18 or I had them, they'd email me trying to get information about scheduling and shift changes and stuff. On behalf of Uh, their... Yeah. One of them were even logging into their child's email to send it on their behalf, but I caught it because the um, typing changed. And when she was using it, her typing matched if it came from her Gmail. And when he was using the email, it was a different yeah, tone. Like, but like they were the most difficult to work with because they were so just entitled. Like they had no sense of reality or, yeah. or they had never been said no. See, yeah, a hundred percent. Like if you're, if you're in your thirties and you have the expectation of getting like a big, oh, although hold on. Let's not let's not be too hard on the 30-year-olds for a second here. Okay. If if it's like a a thing, I guess you should never budget for gifts, but you should budget for gifts. I think that you, sh- you- No, no, no. I mean you shouldn't be banking on getting a gift. Oh, yeah, no. I don't But I'm I do kind of get the sense that she's created an environment where the kids feel entitled enough. Like I can tell you our family, like my parents and your parents, we do not feel comfortable enough to expect anything from them because this situation would never fly ever, ever. Like, yeah. Also, why don't they just write to Santa? He'll bring them the gift. Yeah. Like, duh. Why is it on you? Why involve the middleman? I feel bad that you're in this situation, but I, 
I don't know. Yeah. Good luck with that one. Bake sale. Yeah. Everybody loves a bake sale. You might raise some funds there. Yeah. Or maybe like spend some quality time together and try and slap some sense into them kids. (laughs) But no physical violence around the holidays. Just a little. (laughs) Hi, Tyler and Todd. Longtime watcher, first time writer. Love the new podcast. Thank you. I have to go with my husband's family again this year instead of going to see my family. We used to alternate, but my husband and my dad don't get along. I miss seeing my family. And am I an a-hole for wanting to go to my family's Christmas and let him go alone to his family's? Wow. That's a rough one. That is a rough one. I think like 50-50 is fair. And if it's awkward, you shouldn't have to miss out on your family But also, what happened between the husband and the dad? We need to know. I want to just say, this may be controversial, and this may not be what the person wants to hear, but I'm giving you my hot take. You know what? They sent it in for advice. That's on you. That's on you. Shouldn't have hit enter. I personally, because of how long we've been together, just to add some color to this, I can't imagine not wanting to spend Christmas with you so I could go spend it with somebody else. Like, Mm. you know, even if, even if they had to go spend Christmas with his family and not with their family, I, I would want to spend Christmas with you no matter where we were spending Christmas, you would be my priority because like we're together, like we're like a unit We're we're a team. It feels like. Like one. Like one. Two magnets stuck together. <laughs> but I I know that everyone, not everyone's relationship is like that. But to me, that it's kind of like a red flag. I just can't imagine not spending Christmas with you. That's a good point. Like there, And there's obviously something there that's causing like the conflict. Like the fact that they're not able to see past it either. Yeah. To go, you know, like just suck up your pride because clearly your partner wants to go see their family around the holidays when it's their turn to see their family. Yeah. Like it sounds like a power dynamic more so. Yeah. Maybe daddy's onto something. Maybe. I just don't know how sustainable that would be long-term, but I get that everyone has different relationships. It's just for me. Yeah. that, That just would not work. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. (laughs) Last Christmas was the first year without my mom. She unfortunately passed away after a long fight with cancer. I had cared for her in her final years as my mom and I were always closer than her and my other sisters were. When she passed away, her estate was split a third, a third, a third between me and my two other sisters, which is totally fair, even though I did so much work caring for her at the end. However... When her final wishes were read, she decided to leave me all of her jewelry in addition to my one-third of the split. I want to make this clear. My family and I are not millionaires by any means. However, when my father was alive, he worked in the jewelry industry as a buyer and would travel all around the world to source products. Over the years, he received many items as gifts from companies trying to woo him. One gift in particular was that he gave my mom a neck a necklace for Christmas that was the most beautiful pearl necklace you'd ever seen. <laughs> Couldn't have been diamond. Couldn't have been diamond. You had to trip us up on the pearl necklace. Think Jackie O. 
It was valued at over $20,000. For a necklace. Wow. When cleaning out the house, we could not find it anywhere. We looked high and low and have never been able to find it. A few months ago, I took out an ad in the classifieds offering a reward if it was returned safely. A man reached out saying he bought an identical necklace at the auction, but wasn't sure if it was the same one. Thankfully, there was a laser etching on the clasp with a serial number. And sure enough, it was my mom's necklace. With this information, I went to the police and after months of investigating, last week, last week they informed me that the seller was, you guessed it, one of my sister's. With Christmas just weeks away, her kids and my kids are best friends, and they're all supposed to come for Christmas. What do I do? Help. Uninvite her. That is an absolute scandal. That is the best tea. That is the best tea we've read. Worst situation. Oh, yeah. Like, dead mom, stolen jewelry, sketchy sister. Sorry. I'm sorry for your situation. Yeah. But it would have been easier if it just was a pearl necklace now. I am actually, like, the reason I am, I'm so shocked by that. It's, that's so scandalous. You're, so keep in mind, that's theft. Theft over 5,000. Lock her up. Maria is gone to jail. Oh yeah, she's getting more than coal this year in a stocking. There's no stockings in prison. (sighs) No, for real though, like, she obviously knew that the jewelry wasn't left to her. She felt a way about it and stole what was probably the most expensive piece. Yeah. Sold it at an auction thinking that she wasn't going to get caught. And so she pocketed probably 20 grand. What happens there? Would she have to pay the money back to her sister? Yeah, probably. Because the guy shouldn't have to give it up because he bought it. Yeah, and the auction company, that person... I actually think that this situation, this sister, That's criminal, criminal. I would, yeah. I, would I think I, I honestly, the kids. you know what? Like your your nieces or nephews. Wow, what a mess. Yeah, what but a mess. You know what? But that's your sister's fault. Yeah. She did that. And you know she what? Made Take that. care of them while she's in prison. They can be best friends with your kids living in the same house. Yeah, she's done enough though. Like. Think of this. She's mm. the Mother Teresa of the family. She looked after her mom while True. she was dying. And now she's got to look after her kids or her nieces and nephews Ooh. because of her sister. She never stealing. gets a break. Never gets a break. Never time for Marsha. It is a thankless job for Marsha. <laughs> wow. I um, bet you Mandy, though, the other sister, I bet you she's sweet. She's just caught in the cross crosshairs. She's a nurse somewhere. Yeah. Probably with like some charitable organization helping to cure some St. Jude's. Yeah, she's she's doing something. She's she's gonna her mom actually is the reason she's going to be the one to cure cancer. Yeah. That's where Mandy is. Yeah. Um, okay, so for real, like what are what would you do? I would report it to the police because it's No, the police are already involved. Oh the police have been investigating for months. I would still press charges. I think you get the choice of pressing them, don't you? Maybe. I would press them because you need to teach a lesson. And like her doing that has 
long-term implications for your family. Say that was worth 20,000 and she sold it at auction and got 15 for it. That's 15,000 towards your children's education, towards their sports, towards their medical bills, towards everything, the comfort of you to raise your kids that she took from you because she's selfish. And obviously the mom was like, you know what? She's cared for me for the last few years. She deserves it. She deserves like, she deserves that. No one else is wiping her ass. Exactly. Like give her a pearl necklace. Yeah. It's the least she could do. (laughs) (laughs) I wiped your ass for three years. You're goddamn right. I'm having a pearl necklace. I feel like we're making, I don't want it to seem like we're making no, fun. We're, we're just not. having fun. We're just having fun. We're having a hoot over here. <laughs> <laughs> 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic splash. Unsuspecting friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash local. You threw it off with how enthusiastic you started. It set the tone. It set the tone. We had to bring it back up. I know. And then we landed somewhere weird. (laughs) But all jokes aside, I'm sorry that you're in this situation, but you know what? Like that's not, it's not right. Put your, your children is your closer family now than your sister and you need to put them first. Yeah. She took the comfort that your mom intended for you to have with your kids away from you. Or the sentimental value. It's such a betrayal. Like it's, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Cause she probably asked too, like there'd be a trust thing. Like if it was like, she probably sent her a text or a call and was like, Hey, I can't find mom's necklace. Have you seen it anywhere? Oh, she a hundred percent. She knew like they discussed it. And she's like, no, haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Cause she hadn't seen it. It was over at the auction house. Oh, she knew exactly where it was. She knew where that pearl necklace was. <laughs> well, enjoy prison, Maria. <laughs> Dear Tyler and Todd, my brother's somewhat recent new girlfriend is determined to outdo everyone with extravagant Christmas gifts, making the rest of us feel inadequate. I'm talking spending 20 to 30 times as much as the rest of the family spends, but does it in a very braggy and showy way. For two Christmases in a row, she's done this, and no one, our, no one in our family can understand how she can afford this on a dental assistant salary. Last year, I was bitching to one of my girlfriends about the situation. She just so happens to work at the same bank where my sister-in-law's accounts are and said, Oh yeah, I know all about her. She's nothing but a problem. She made me promise not to tell anyone, but her account is always overdrawn and they consistently have to call her to ask her to put money in her account. I want to tell my brother about it, but also don't want to betray the trust of my friend. What should I do? First- I... Your friend shouldn't have said that. That's yeah. a huge violation of huge her violation. privacy. But uh, also it happens. How many times has yeah. a bank called me because I forgot to pay my credit card because I'm busy doing things? A lot? A couple times. Like there was that one that I forgot, like I thought I closed the card and then I used it for a $20 purchase, but I didn't know because I thought it was gone. <laughs> yeah. It quickly see, turned into 70. See, this is, pre- I want to make this clear. This is pre um, us having money together. <laughs> I handled the financial situation for us because it's just not something that you're laser focused on. No. Well, and one time I tried to take over paying the, um, it was the 
electric and water bill. They were from the same company. And I kept getting the bill, but what, and it kept, the number kept getting bigger. So I just assumed like we're going into winter, we're using more power. Well, it turns out I had double paid at the beginning and then there was a credit on the account. So I would see the credit of like hundred dollars. So I'd pay the hundred dollars. Then next month it's 200. And I'm like, my God, this is getting expensive. This is why I was going around like turning out lights. I was changing faucets to low flow. Eventually they called me and said, your credit on your account is more than we're allowed to carry. We need you to stop paying the bill for the next few months. So I now pay our bills to ensure everything is up to snuff. I try to adult, but it's just too much work. Yeah. It's not for me. There's a lot of, there's a lot of other priorities going on up there and we can't forget about the pin board back there. (laughs) What was the question? Oh, what would she do about um, the brother's girlfriend? Sorry. Got lost there. Um, I wouldn't tell. Yeah. It's not your place. And like, let her ruin the, the thing. The thing is her spending 20 to 30 times as much as on, on a gift as what everybody else spends. It just sounds like she's really, really bad with money. Yeah. Like if the bank is always like, Oh, I see because her, this is a relatively new relationship. So, but two years, that's not new. Yeah. But they probably don't have joint finances and that's why she wants, she's worried about her brother and wants to say, Hey, but he's probably questioning it, questioning it. That's hard to say. Or they've discussed it yeah. because if he, if he knows she's a dental assistant, he would have a rough idea of what the income is. Yeah. So then if you see more going out than what would be coming in, you should be having questions, especially if you're looking at committing your life to make sure that you're compatible because finance is a huge contentious thing in relationships. Yeah, it's very true. I I honestly think it's okay for you to just like let this one go enjoy and not gift. care about it. Yeah, enjoy the gift. Do you know what though? I bet you the girlfriend is a daughter of that other one who's now broke in retirement and doesn't know what to do for Christmas. This is one of her kids. Yeah. Probably in her early 30s. Probably. <laughs> Was not taught financial prudence along mm-hmm. the way. Like it, act- it actually is important to be somewhat responsible yeah like you can live your life and have fun but like you don't need to be spending thousands of dollars in gifts on people i don't think save for a rainy day yeah like i do with my canadian tire points every time i use them they say would you like this is something i just make myself laugh but they um say do you want to use any points and i say no i'm saving up for a boat because there was this article years ago of man the most expensive thing you could buy in the store was a boat so ever since then i've been saving my points to try and buy a boat one day yeah, we um actually never use points. Ever. We never have like air miles, all of that. We just save them for a rainy day. Like yeah. you never know. Uh, at Superstore, they asked me if I would use my points. This was um a couple years ago. And I said, no, I'm saving them in case I ever get fired. Just make up something. They don't know what to say. <laughs> just like throw a wild card at them. Yeah. <laughs> they probably aren't even listening. Okay, have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm still laughing, putting the groceries in the trunk. So what would you do? Just like, leave it, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Just leave it alone. You don't need to get, you don't need to open that can of worms. Enjoy the gift. Yeah. You know, you yeah. deserve it. Carry the burden of carrying this gossip. You deserve the nice gift. You deserve it. Dear TNT, my wife normally does all of our gift wrapping, but last year we had a really bad cold snap and her arthritis flared up so bad that I offered to do it. 
It was a mess. I am so disorganized and should have wrapped each member of our family with their own unique wrapping paper so gifts are easily identified like she does. That is such a good idea. That is. I don't like it. No, I like the surprise. I like the randomness of it. Like, who is this for? Oh, yeah. Okay. We had our three kids at home for Christmas along with our new granddaughter. So you can imagine how many presents there were. In the chaos, I picked a good year. Yeah, really. (laughs) In the chaos, I accidentally mislabeled a gag gift that was meant for just my wife. To provide some context here, she is much more adventurous than I am and has begged me for years to allow her to use a strap on on me to do the deed. Well, I ended up accidentally gifting a strap on to my son in law. With a note that said, after 40 years of vanilla sex, it's time to spice it up. It has been almost a year and I am still mortified and have not spoken to him since. Everyone laughed and laughed and thought that it was so hilarious, but I don't think I'll ever get over the embarrassment. I would absolutely pass away. Dead. Should have stuck to a ball gag. Less awkward. I would die. Die. I don't know what... The note is what killed it. Like, the note's a little too much. Because you could get away with, like, an inside joke or something. But the note being vanilla sex after 40 years, it's time to spice it up. But it would... It would have been a funny joke for her. Because, like, she's obviously wanted that for a while. Or maybe maybe he's coming around. But this I- is... This is layered, layered situation. Also, how was she going to use it if she, her arthritis is bad? Maybe she, maybe her hips are fine. Arthritis for wrapping. Oh, true. She doesn't need her hands to use a strap on. <laughs> maybe that's why. He can do up the buckle. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I wouldn't, you would never see me again. No, I Christmas, I'd sell the trees. Like it would be a day in our house, I would like move. no other. Yeah, I would. Um, I wouldn't have children anymore. No, I, like I'm sorry. We would be moving to the Bahamas. You would never hear from me or see me again. I'd burn the house down when I left. Yeah. Just gone, gone. All we evidence both, of me gone. Both of us died in a fire. Gone. Rest in peace. <laughs> No, for real. That'd be awful. So embarrassing. I, I actually, um, it's, I was waiting. I was waiting for advice to come to me in my head, but I actually don't know what I would do. It's sad too, because now they'll never have sex with a strap on either, because they're probably traumatized. Oh, yeah. And he just was coming around He's to never going to get pegged. Oh, Jerry. Jerry. Well, give our best to Belinda. <laughs> No, go, you know what, Jerry, go, go get a strap on. I gotta know more. And no, he needs to, he needs to re-gift, re-gift it to Belinda this year. <gasps> but no. was it, what kind was it though? I need to know a little bit more. Was it just like a small little one or was it like a great big fist? Oh yeah. Like what was like it? A, like a, like a horse cock. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually being serious, the best way to handle a situation like this even though you would just like want to die is to lean in to the joke, go to Christmas this year, go get another strap on, but get it, get the most ridiculous one, get, get like 
I'm talking like a three foot long crazy one and gift it to the son-in-law as a joke again. I, I, if I was the son-in-law, you got it, you I'm got just going to say, I'd be looking at Jerry and I would be like, look, man, you got to leave got the year of not talking to you, got the message across. And now you're giving me a fist strap on a three foot long <laughs> fist shaped strap on. I was just thinking like lean into the joke, like, and smirking at me all <laughs> night, waiting for me to open it. Like, I don't think that's very good oh. advice at all. But you know when you like lean into the joke and you make it like... This isn't one you lean into. You lean out. You burn the house down and you move. Yeah, take the insurance money and go. No, because you're dead. Oh yeah, you're dead. It goes to the family. They can pay for therapy. You know? But meanwhile, Jerry and Belinda are over in Tahiti just living a nice quiet life. Strap on sexing every night. In one of those little huts that are above the water. Her arthritis would never flare up again in the heat. Oh my God. Yeah. She deserves it. She deserves it. And heat deserves it. Yeah. Good for you guys. (laughs) Out here saving one family's Christmas at a time. I cannot believe I am spilling this tea. We're off to a good start. Really good start. It is really important that you know that in no way am I kink shaming my neighbors. Okay. It's getting hot. I bet you they live next to Jerry and Belinda. Oh, yeah, for sure. We all have our own interests, and I respect that. But can you invest in some damn curtains? I digress. A few years ago, my husband and I woke up in the middle of the night and heard loud moaning. It sounded like an animal in distress and in no way like a human being pleasured. We went into our backyard to investigate. We share a backyard with a few neighbors that's almost like a courtyard. Basically, our bedroom window looks straight into our backyard's neighbor's bedroom window with a little grassy area in between, if you can picture that. So we went into the yard to investigate, and to our surprise, two massive teddy bears were moving around our neighbor's bedroom. One looked like a panda, and the other looked like a black bear. Obviously, we were confused and shocked, so we retreated back to our bedroom, shut off all the lights, and peered through our blinds to watch. Naturally. Naturally. What happened next was something I would have never imagined in my lifetime. This couple is a man and a woman who are both retired teachers, and they were fully dressed in bear suits, rubbing each other and moaning like animals. Since then, we've come to learn about furry culture. Again, I want to be clear, I am not shaming. But in my opinion, what happened last Christmas was a step too far. On Christmas Eve, my husband... There's more. There's more. (laughs) She's not done. (laughs) On Christmas Eve, my husband and I watched a 62-year-old woman dressed as the Grinch peg her husband who was dressed as max the grinch's dog no is this too far should we call someone about this we've been really distant with them ever since which does sadden me but i cannot look at them the same anymore plus they have ruined my favorite christmas movie (laughs) they've ruined it for me Oh oh my god my god wow First off, how do they explain this to the dry cleaners when they take in the Grinch suit? What kind of budget do you have to have to have a convincing 
furry suit. Some of the teachers' pensions are really well funded. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I um, I was not expecting that to go there at all. The Grinch people, was far. Like people are living wild lives. I just. I don't understand the thought. Like, so you had time to discuss, hey, do like, who wants, yeah, should let's, we do? Let's, let's walk through the, the process here. Hi, Tyler. I would like to have one of us dress up as Max and one of us dress up as the Grinch and have sex. Shoddy on Grinch. Shoddy on dog, I guess. But should we order the costumes or would we like to go in store to buy them? Right? Then you get them. Well, is tonight the night I put the Grinch suit on or is it tomorrow? There's so many checkpoints along the way, but at no point did anyone say about the curtains. Yeah. Like, what is that about? Like so many steps along the way to put up some curtains and at no point they were more concerned. Do you think that's part of it? Maybe they can't afford curtains after the Grinch suit. Maybe. And another question on Christmas Eve. That's when she saw that happen. Is is are they only using the suits one night? Like, is it is it their Christmas special, and then they, do they go back to the panda and the bear, or do or they, is the panda and the bear a one night special? Like, they might have, or is there a rotation? Like, it's Tuesday, so tonight it's the panda and the bear. Tomorrow it's the donkey and the giraffe. How many suits do you think that they have? I would say a lot of their bedrooms. Are um, storage for yeah. their. I won't lie. I also like, at what point do you clear that out so that your kids don't see? Because I have this fear that people will eventually, like, when we'll die in a car crash and people will find our sin bin when they clean out the house. It's the Smucker's Uncrustables Radio Hour with round, soft, pillowy bread filled with delicious PB&J. Here's your host, Uncrustables. Caller on line three. What's eating you? No one. Crust, is that you? Ugh. Uncrustables are the best part of the sandwich. Sorry, Crust. Does that ever cross your mind? No. Does mine. But I'll be dead. True. And but our like sin a, bin, I can tell you. It's not a suit full of, or a bin full of suits. But that's what I'm saying. Like, when do they stop and get rid of them? When are they like, tonight's our last night with the bear suit, and then we got to retire them? Also, are there holes for access in these suits? Or is it just the head on? I don't, yeah, see, here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't know enough about the furry culture, but I'm pretty sure that it's not, maybe not always sexual. Maybe it's like just rubbing and groaning. And how realistic are the bear suits? Like I'm picturing like Care Bears, but were they trying to be more of like a grizzly? I have to be really honest. My only like ever seeing like what furries are and stuff is there was an episode of CSI and one of the, like the victim or something was dressed in a furry costume. That is the only like knowledge I have about it. I don't know much about it. I don't know what to tell you, my dear. You are in quite a predicament, but I would keep peeking through those blinds because it sounds like you have pretty good entertainment. I don't think I want to see a 62 year old dressed up as a Grinch, like, I don't want to see Belinda dressed up as the Grinch raw dogging Jerry. We know where they move to now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wasn't well, expecting that. That one took some turns and then kept going. That is a predicament. Sometimes I feel bad when people write in with, like, really 
crazy situations like this because I hope she wasn't actually asking us for advice because we really don't have anything good to say. At all. Like nothing. We actually probably just like wasted her time. (laughs) Sorry. I just feel really bad about this part. We've been really distant with them ever since, which does sadden me, but I can't look at them the same anymore. But you know what? That's also, that's a choice they made by not putting curtains up. Yeah. I think it would be really hard for me to like, if she's this like sweet, like I'm just imagining this like 62 year old woman. She's totally a kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Like, but what I mean about the curtains, like it's a known thing. It's a shared um, backyard and that if they can see in their bedroom, it goes both ways. True. So by not putting curtains up and like having any type of sex, you're putting that awkwardness and removing like, the right for other people not to look out their window and have sex. Like just put curtains up. How hard is it? Yeah, true. If yeah. you if you're that into it and you know what, you've spent too much on the suits, nail a bed sheet over the window. Yeah. Get creative. You're a kindergarten teacher. On a pension. Yeah. And you're pretending he's a dog and you're the Grinch. Use your imagination and nail a bed sheet over the window. Probably would add to the vibe. It would. You could put the mountain there. Oh yeah. And then bring a Christmas tree in. Because, mm. like, that's the little Who village over there. Yeah. Wow. We should go. I recently discovered that my spouse has been secretly re-gifting the presents I give them for Christmas. I put a lot of thought and effort into selecting meaningful gifts, but it turns out they've been passing them on to friends and family without my knowledge. How do I address this Yuletide betrayal without turning our holidays into a holly jolly disaster? I love when people put like <laughs> some spin on it like that. <laughs> um, well, wow. If they mean, if I feel I'm a little conflicted on this one because I feel as though giving the gift is a little self-serving for this person, because if you really cared that much, you would follow up and be like, did you like it? I haven't seen you wear that shirt. True. Yeah. Or are they just giving for that like endorphin rush of someone getting something from them? Yeah, that is true. And I mean, I don't like it when our space gets cluttered there's people that gift us things all the time that we either re-gift or donate because if i don't want something or i don't have a use for it i am not keeping it out of obligation like i'm I'm just not going to do that the only thing we don't re-gift is chocolate so if you want to get us something that will keep chocolate yeah it just won't stay for long i mean i wouldn't like when people send us stuff in the mail like i it's not like we re-gift any of that but i mean like friends and family oh yeah no exactly like People don't know what size shirt you are. Are you going to like that? You know, what cut of a jean do you like? Maybe someone likes this and someone else likes that. Like, I wouldn't try and take, yeah, don't take it too personally. Yeah. I think it's like, I would actually have, it's an opportunity to have a really honest conversation with them and say, hey, like, I noticed that you re-gifted that. Can you let me know what, what you want for Christmas? And yeah, I'll get you that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a it's a good opportunity to have a real, real chat. This Christmas, I planned the perfect proposal for my significant other. However, I accidentally stumbled upon a text message on their phone that suggests that they might be planning to break up with me during the holiday season. Do I confront them about what I found, risking ruining the surprise and possibly the relationship, or do I go ahead with the proposal and hope for the best? Um, no. I would return that ring when you're still under that return period. Like, do 
not propose to someone who you know is breaking up with you. That's just, that's setting yourself up for failure. That's not a good, that's a good way to ruin not just your Christmas, but their Christmas and everyone else in your orbit that you're going to complain about the fact that she left you. Well, like that is just, yeah, I, I don't, I, you, that should, like, that should really be obvious. Like, why would you want to propose to someone? Okay. I'm trying to think about it from their perspective for a second. They, it sounds like they just like really want this to work. Well, obviously I guess they're in love. They want to propose, but the reality is, is like, like if someone wants to break up with you, you don't want to be with them. Yeah. Like you don't want to be with someone that doesn't want you. That's not, I I'd maybe just do like a, a nice check in on the relationship. Is everything how happy? How like, y'all doing? <laughs> before you go full into that. But yeah. that's just me. That's just me. What do we know? <laughs> we're, on, we're not qualified at all. This Christmas, my long lost sibling, who I never knew existed, reached out and wants to spend the holidays with our family. The catch? They are bringing along a significant other who happens to be my ex partner. It is a tangled web of emotions, and I don't know how to navigate the awkwardness and the potential drama that is awaiting me. How would you handle this unexpected family reunion without causing a complete meltdown? I would burn the house down and move to Tahiti. <laughs> um, That's weird. Do they know? Does the brother know that the... What are the chances of finding out you have a long-lost sibling... And they end up dating your ex. <laughs> and then now you have to see your ex at Christmas with. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like just burn the house. Like you don't need to be there. You don't need to There's be there. There's no before you there, there anymore. <laughs> just burn it down and go. <laughs> oh my God. Like there is no way that that's not going to be awkward. At all. Eventually it's going to come out. Like I would actually probably reach out to the ex and be like, look, we're yeah, in this situation. 100%. Who wants to tell him? Yeah. 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 Like you need to, you tell him or I do, or we can do it together. Yeah. But absolutely. Like, because it's going to be, that's, what's going to make it awkward is the not knowing yeah. the like limbo weird. And do you pretend that you don't know each other? And then in two years when you're drinking or your friend group meets or anything, yeah, and then it's worse because it was a secret all along. Yeah. Like the wedding day. If they're coming over for Christmas, they're probably yeah. going to go to the wedding. And then their, her friends are going to recognize you there, you know? And wow. then it's just a messy, messy wedding. And people are like, well, do I take my toaster back or do I just leave it? I would actually probably upgrade. If I was at a wedding and it fell through... I would take the biggest gift I could from the table on my way out. <laughs> I'm taking this and leaving. <laughs> like announce it too. 75 inch flat screen, just like dragging. <laughs> so moral of the story is we have to take the truck to any wedding we go to. So we have the back to throw the biggest gift in. No, I'm taking the trunk of cards. I'm gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dragging it out the door book my flight to Tahiti and you never see me again burn the house down on the way 
Oh, wow. Well, honestly, um, good luck with that. Yeah. Our heart does go out to you. I don't particularly know what I would do besides that. Like, I, would, I, I think the best bet is to reach out and yeah. say, how do we handle this? How do we handle it? You're Let's, both in this situation. It's not just you yeah. that it's going to be awkward for. But try and make it as awkward as possible. You got a few weeks. And it's more like... Oh, not really, I guess. But the ex has more to lose because if it's not handled well, the new brother could break up yeah so like who cares this you just met this sibling yeah. you just found out you had the sibling you had 46 years without him you'll be fine you know if it goes Must south be a half sibling to not know probably we don't know or you know how sometimes parents forget to pick their kids up mm. what if they just like his parents really just forgot for a long time <laughs> that mcdonald's playpen he was yeah or playground <laughs> I've been harboring a dark secret from my family for years, and it's eating away at me, especially during the holiday season. I recently discovered that I have a half-sibling from my parents' past, and I'm debating whether to spill the truth and potentially ruin Christmas or continue hiding the secret and live with the guilt. How do I decide what's best for everyone involved and still find a way to enjoy the holidays? These people have to be connected. They gotta be connected. They have to be connected. There is a lot. Wow. This, it's got to be. This is the thing about the holidays. It is a fun time of year. I love it, but it is so messy. So messy. Like people are coming out of the woodworks. They want to like. Do you know how they probably found them? How? Someone took a DNA in me or whatever oh, they are yeah. last year for Christmas Absolutely. that they got. And now it opened up a whole new can of worms for this year. And then another wave of people like it's and just going to another... be cousins and siblings out of the woodwork until people stop doing the DNA test. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. You know what though? What do you, how do you feel about the DNA test? I would do one. I, I would. I don't want to do it. It's just because my DNA would be on record there. And I don't, th I, I say this to anyone, whether you're a cop or not, I'm not saying I intend to do crime, but I don't know where I'm going in my life, you do know, the crime. so I just don't want my DNA anywhere. And I just don't see any good coming from it, you know? Yeah. But it's cool to like. If you got your DNA tested to see, oh, you've got a cousin in Australia. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. But what Gives if... Gives me an excuse to go to Australia. But your DNA could connect you to someone else in your family who does crime. So you could be the one who, like your cousin John, went to jail because your DNA was... I think it's commits was, a crime, not does crime. I don't know. I got to work on my defense. He, he did a crime. Your Honor, I did no crimes. <laughs> With your, you gotta. <laughs> How was I supposed to rob that bank? Yeah. So what would you do? So I got lost in the story we okay. made up. They so they found out and they need to decide if they tell their parents about that they know. Yeah, I would again tell because the thing is, I just know that I am awful at secrets. And eventually I will tell it. So I would rather tell as soon as I know something than sit on something. I can't, I can't Here's hold my tongue. Here's the thing. The common theme with all of these, that all these tea spills is you absolutely don't have to spill the tea on the holidays. Mm. Take, take a holiday. Enjoy the day on off. The, you don't have to be the drama. 
Yeah. You really don't. Like you can, you've been harboring a dark secret from your family for years. It's eating away at you, especially during the holiday season. Well, guess what? It's been years and years already. Do it on January 1st. New year, new you. You want to spill the tea then? Go for it. Do you know what I bet you it is though? Everyone's together and you don't have to have the conversation multiple times. Mm, But that's convenient for them. Group text. But like it just, I don't get why people want the drama on the holidays. Just enjoy the holidays. Calories don't count. (laughs) Enjoy the holidays. Eat your face off, you know? I wouldn't. I would not do it then. No. Wait until January or do it now and get it over with and enjoy the holidays. You deserve to enjoy the holidays. Yeah. (laughs) You deserve it. This is yours. (laughs) Okay, one more. Okay. I accidentally overheard a conversation between my significant other and his best friends, revealing that they're planning an elaborate surprise proposal for me on Christmas Day. The catch? I've been secretly planning to propose to him in front of his family on Christmas Day. How do I handle this? I don't want to ruin one of the most magical moments of our lives. That is so cute. That is cute. I know exactly what I would do. Both of them. But like, I would have the ring, right? Because it sounds it sounds like they're both going to be on Christmas Day. My best friend revealing that they are planning an elaborate surprise proposal for me on Christmas Day. The catch, I've been secretly planning to propose to him in front of his family on Christmas Day. Yeah, I would do both both proposals. Like, you do yours and then I'll do mine. That way you both yeah, get to the, say what you wanted to. Yeah. So say this was you and I and I found out. I would let you do your proposal Mm -hmm. and then I would do my proposal to you. But which one's first? Yours. Why would I ruin your surprise? I know. Both proposals are not going to happen in the same minute on the same day. I know. So So what happens if mine is planned before? I'd move it. I'd cancel mine and still say the words I was going to say, the message. That's more important than the theatrics and who's around. I think that's a terrible idea. Terrible plan. That's because you're an awful person though. No, what I would do is I would wait until he was planning on proposing. And when he proposes, I would get down at the exact same time and pull out a ring. So two rings are out at the same time. And then he would realize in that moment that if I have a ring too, I was planning on proposing today as well so you have the moment happens at the same time i would so i get what you're saying i'm glad this didn't happen to us because we disagree i totally get mine would be immediately after you're done but i would want to hear and i i know how much work you would put into the words that you would say proposing Mm. so i wouldn't take that away from you i would want to hear it and then i would say to you what i was going to say immediately after and still have the ring I wouldn't ruin the surprise. I would let it play out. I think actually that this is a really cute situation and you're going to have such a magical Christmas, no matter the order that you do it and what you decide. I think it's special, but it makes me hope I find love one day. Yeah. Well, you got what you got. (laughs) (laughs) My little, I was going to say ball of Santa, but that sounds dirty. This Shanna's got no balls. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, 
I think that's enough tea for tonight. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. One quick thing that's important to know is next Wednesday, December 27th, we're not going to be posting a video. We're going to be spending Christmas with our family. Happy holidays. And we will see you all in the new year. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye. Bye.